Hi everyone, you're listening to Candidly Laura, a podcast for adventure seekers and personal development junkies. Laura is a digital nomad who always tells it like she sees it. She loves talking about travel, entrepreneurship, dogs, and more. What are you up to today, Laura? Yellow, yellow, yellow. November 20th, 2022. I have had a very interesting two weeks, my friends, and um, and now I'm going to tell you about it. <laughs> so if you were in my Instagram stories, uh, you know that I left upstate New York for various reasons in which I will tell you about. Um, but first, let me tell you that I am safe and sound and in North Carolina, just outside of Wilmington, a couple blocks from the beach. And so I have been visiting my friend, the ocean every day. Um, so I will, I'm going to walk you through the windy road of how I got here, literally. Oh, goodness. Of course, my screen time was up last week. <laughs> okay. So I arrived in Prattsville, New York in record time. Honestly, I wasn't that far away from it when I left Quebec City and I got up pretty early. So I traveled on um, Halloween and I got there and it's exactly as described. The host has been great with helping me with stuff and it's just one big long room and it's kind of in the middle of nowhere, but it's essentially located to be able to visit lots of stuff. It's a small town um, and I'm in the country. I'm on a main road, but I'm just like literally two houses down from sidewalk. So um, the town is a, a town of a hundred people <laughs> and I knew it was going to be small, but there's a grocery store and um, she'd had people, remote workers work there before and the internet's good and blah, blah, blah. So I get there and it's, you know, it's quirky. It's one big long room, but it's, it's really all we need. And, um, there's lots of great places to hike and everything's copacetic. The internet is good. So I get there on the 31st. On the first, I go up into Albany, which is about an hour away and run some errands, get my hair done. Um, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, I work. The internet's good. We do a little bit of exploring on, um, those nights. And then Saturday, we do some more, a little bit of hikes here and there. And um, what happens Friday night is unexpected um, in how it affects us. So it's kind of windy and it's like up to 15 mile per hour wind. So it is, it is windy and we're on a bluff and down below us is the river. So we can see the river from the house and it, is very loud. It is, the house is creaky, there are trees hitting it. Um, It's just windy AF. And Tucker, who is always alert, um, is is exceedingly alert. And so we don't sleep very well Friday night. And, okay, that's unfortunate. So the same thing happens on Saturday. And I... (laughs) Um, I'm closer to 40 than maybe I want to be. And I just, I don't do great if I don't get at least like solid five hours, you know, and both Friday and Saturday night, I didn't sleep for that long of a stretch at all. And so I'm kind of miserable. 
And Sunday morning, I wake up and I look at the weather and it's supposed to be that windy for like the next entire week. And so I had messaged the host on Friday and said, at like two in the morning and said, hi, we're having some issues. Um, my dog and I are not sleeping because of the noise. Um, and I just wanted you to know what's going on. And she said, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. What can I do? Um, and there, I mean, other than getting all new windows and all new insulation and actually sealing the floor, like you, I could see through to the basement in some spots in the wood floor. So like it, it was a house, but maybe should be called a cabin. <laughs> and there, I mean, thousands of dollars and repairs would have to happen. So the other thing that happened Saturday night is that in the middle of the night, the door flew open. And if you've ever had an anxious dog who is ready to fight, who is now two days into ready to fight, there's nothing more than a door flying open at three in the morning to make him absolutely sure that he knew he was supposed to be scared of the door. And he was right. <laughs> so... I, Sunday morning, I'm, mis- I'm miserable and I'm sitting on the couch and I'm looking at the weather and I'm like, I can't, I don't think I can stay. And then I look at the calendar and if I don't leave Saturday, no, Sunday the 6th, if I don't leave that morning, I wouldn't be able to leave until for two weeks because this next weekend I have a course where it's 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And then I have the work week. So I wouldn't have been able to leave till the 19th. And I was like, can't, I can't stay here if I'm not going to be able to sleep for the next two weeks. It's the busiest time for beauty counter. It's holiday. It's like, it's all of these things. And so I'm, I'm in conversations with a couple of people and I'm like, I think I have to go. I think, I just think I have to go. I, I cannot stay at a place where I cannot sleep and the door is flying open. Okay. So I get on Airbnb and I start looking around for other places, but now it's last minute. And the last minute with two dogs is not the best when it comes to Airbnb searching. And so I finally find a place and it's, it's kind of a hall. <laughs> um, it's in Fayetteville, North Carolina. And I was like, okay, it's 11 hours, whatever. We're just going to, we're just going to do it. This is just what we're doing. So Sunday morning at like 930 in the morning, I had booked the next place, decided we were leaving. And I mean, props to me. I found out that I can walk my dogs for 20 minutes, take a shower, pack up the whole house, put it in the car and be on the road in two hours. So good on me for knowing that now. If I need to, I can. Also, I hadn't stayed there for very long, so it wasn't like there was a lot of tidying or cleaning that needed to happen because I hadn't even been there for a full week. Um, So I'm on my way down to Fayetteville. It's a long day. I'm very tired. And I get to the house in Fayetteville. And I will preface this by saying there were other options closer to where I was, but a couple of them were like cabins, right? Because I was in cabin country and a couple that were like 
six, seven, eight thousand dollars for a month. And I don't have that kind of cash. And some that were like, which is pretty common, especially when you're closer to like bigger cities like I was. I wasn't that far from Boston and New York because you get a lot of the like basement apartments, fluorescent lights and like one window. And that's also not sustainable for me for a month. And I don't want to go to a place for like a week, right? So I don't want to have to try to think about what stays in the car and what comes in. Like I was very interested in finding a place that's the same window of time that I'd already booked so that it's really just I get there and I unload because already like this is more moving and doing stuff than I want. Anyway, so I drive all day (laughs) and I get to Fayetteville at one in the morning and I walk in and this house is not cheap. I will just start by saying it is not cheap. It is just under $3,000 for the 40 days. And I walk in and I immediately am like, nope, this is not a $3,000 house. This is not, this is not it. So there are dishes in the dishwasher. They are clean, but they haven't put away. The washing machine is beeping because it's an uneven load. There's stuff in the dryer as well. There's just like dog hair and dirt um, around. And the beds aren't made. There's a bench that's chewed on and a stair that's chewed on. And like the bedrooms are super bare. There is a table, but it's like a table that they bought from Goodwill and Painted Gray. It's just like uh, turn after turn after turn. There's things wrong and it's one in the morning and I'm freaking tired and I want to just go to bed and I cannot just go to bed because the beds are not made. (laughs) So I, of course, am like riled up and stewing and the dogs are like, oh my God, I'm so tired. (laughs) What is happening and why are we here? Um. And I, of course, because I'm a stage manager, I'm like trying to succinctly say, here are all the things that are wrong with this house that I just paid a bunch of money for to tell the Airbnb host. And I I finally give up and I do, this is what we do in stage management. When a note is so complicated that it takes all your brain power to think about how to say it, then you, then you just shouldn't write it. You just say, can we talk about this? So I sent the Airbnb host a message and I was just like, hey, Julie, um, are you around tomorrow? And she's like, no, actually I'm overseas. Um, but do you need something? And I was like, yeah, I do. <laughs> I do. Um, I was like, it wasn't clean. The beds weren't made. Like, it's just kind of a mess. I can't believe that you have a Keurig and no coffee pods like that for me, for a super host for a $3,000 house is like bare minimum. Like, you make it so your guests can sleep and have a cup of coffee. Like that just seems like standard practice. Anyway, she was mortified that it wasn't turned over. The cleaning people had been there and for some reason hadn't completed the job. So she was like, okay, well, let um, let me get in contact with the cleaning people and I'll have them come right away and fix it. And I was like, you know what? I actually just want a refund. Um, I This is like, this is not the place for me. Um, it was very much what I 
come to call an Ikea house. Um, and I love Ikea. Please do not get me wrong. But like there were no regular glasses. It was all plastic or coffee cups. And like, I just, I need a 16 ounce pint glass. Like there's, and anyway, um, it just wasn't it. And she was very understanding that I wanted to cancel. She refunded me the money right away. Okay. So now I'm again <laughs> looking for a place to stay that's not $7,000. And I started looking around and I messaged the Airbnb host of the place that I'm at right now. And I just said, um, hi, is there any way that you would consider a last minute off season discount? Because most Airbnbs have, like I've told you guys before, they have a month long rate that's less than their weekly or their daily rate. And they said yes. And they came back with what ended up being after taxes and everything being less than the other house and is nicer and just two blocks from the beach. Okay. So I make it to the beach. I unload. Everything's delightful. There's an ocean. Um, We haven't been in a condo or apartment in a while. So we have a little adjusting because like there's people outside and they're of course, because it's off season, they're remodeling above me. So they're doing random sawing and pounding and whatever. So we get to the beach and everything's great. And I, I had messaged on Sunday when I got to the, um, Fayetteville house, I'd messaged the host and I said, hi, I was unable to stay. Um, we didn't sleep two nights in a row and the weather's supposed to stay the same. And I honestly was very uncomfortable in that town because of how small it was. And that is very true. Um, it, you could tell that it used to be like more of a bustling sort of city, um, little town, but there's quite a few houses that are like condemned, boarded up or smashed out windows And a couple doors down, there was a sign on the outside of this house that was a duplex um, with just a bunch of dudes roaming around. And the the sign on the outside of it said, don't ban guns, ban idiots. And it's a single female. (laughs) Um, I felt like in a little microscope in that town in a way that I haven't felt before. Um. Because like everyone knew everyone and watched where you were going and everyone knew when I was walking my dogs. Anyway, so I ask for her to refund me the rest of my time. I get in contact with Airbnb and I'm like, hi, I have left. Here are the reasons why I've left. And through a bunch of correspondence with my good friends at Airbnb, they actually deemed my reason for leaving as not covered under their policy. I am still in discussions with my dear friends at Airbnb because that seems uh, problematic to me. Um, Because I do feel like if you cannot sleep in the place that you have rented, that that should be covered. And um, I had video documentation. Um, I was very clear of like, I, I can't, stay at a place that I've sleep that I can't sleep. Like that's doesn't work when you're paying a place to be able to sleep there. The other thing I think is funny is so we made it to North Carolina like with a couple days before Hurricane Nicole came through. 
and um, is windy AF when we were here, like up to 40, 45, 50 mile per hour winds where we are. And we slept great. There were no issues. <laughs> it just was like, how funny is that? Um, so here's the thing about Airbnb and, and will this be the end of my Airbnb life? I'm, it might be. So one of the clauses that you sign up for when you do a long-term Airbnb is that you sign up for a 30-day cancellation fee. So if you rent a house for 60 days and you're there for a week and your host doesn't approve of the return request, they keep 30 days as a cancellation fee. So my host didn't approve of my refund. So she's guaranteed 30 days, which is my whole reservation almost. There was like a couple of days at the end. And so she gets paid for those 30 days. And she also gets to put the Airbnb back up on the marketplace. So she is getting paid for the days I'm not there. And now is also getting paid for the... There have been two people, I assume it's two, that have reserved it for over 15 days. I think it was 16, 16 or 17 days of the 30 that I had to leave. So she's getting double paid. Well, I'm paying double, right? So I'm still paying for the new one that I just rented. So it's a very expensive 40 days for me. And their Airbnb's policy is like, yeah, if you have to cancel and it's not covered under a thing, you still have to pay the 30-day fee. And that's really sucky on a number of levels. One, super disappointed that the host wasn't like, yeah, I will refund you whatever I get paid from the other people so that I'm not double profiting off of your inability to do it or that she didn't say at the get-go like i get it that you couldn't stay why don't we share this i'll keep 50 percent and give 50 percent back of the 30 days or just refund it because why would you want someone to leave a review who couldn't sleep at your place and was now displeased with your customer service so i just have a bunch of issues about that but my one of my main problems, I get that wanting to make sure that the host is covered for at least some of the time that they need to put it back up, but that there isn't a caveat that they will, if they rent it, that they will return some of your money is really kind of crappy because then it means they can be double dipping while the other people aren't. And those of us that are living in Airbnbs, like it's not like I just went home or it's not like I just couldn't go. Um, the other thing that is my biggest, my they're, they're all biggest problems, but my biggest problem with Airbnb was that they wouldn't refund me the fee for that house either, even though I had just paid them another fee for this house that I just rented. So they're also benefiting off of my on it, not being able to sleep. So I'm still in discussions. I have asked twice to be escalated up to Airbnb's next people. Um, they sent me a message on the 15th and have not been back in contact after I asked them two more questions. So I am displeased. 
And then this morning, even though my host said no, and I sent her a message pleading for her to um, return some of that money, I, in the actual online, you can request money from the hosts. So I just went through and requested the 15 days that had been rented um, in the month long price. So I requested that money this morning directly from her. Um, So hopefully she will say yes. But it's just kind of a mess. Um, And it does make it disenchanting to do the long-term rentals. Because the benefit of the long-term rentals is that you get that price. You get often the price difference. But if it's going to mean I sometimes have to pay double rent, then it's not worth it. But I also don't want to stay at a place for less than a month. So it's um, just kind of a mess. The other thing I've been thinking a lot about, this will maybe be a separate episode, but the last couple of places, um, they haven't had seating that was comfortable. <laughs> and and that makes working really hard. And like, I'm not going to start traveling with an office chair, but my butt hurts after her, even just like right now, what? This, I don't know how many minutes I've been recording this. I'm on a dining room chair that's wood. Um, and I've put pillows on them and it's still like, then your posture gets all wackadoodle. So there is, there's something it's interesting that I've been thinking about a lot this week because this house too has a little love seat that's very uncomfortable. Thankfully, their armchairs are more comfortable and the bed is okay. Um, it's just like, the things that matter when you're work from home and remote are like good seating and good sleeping. And if the place doesn't have it, it's kind of a big bummer, dudes. All right. So that's my long story about how I'm in North Carolina now. <laughs> and um, I am still very hopeful that I will get some more money, um, any money returned to me for that rental. Um, because it's is expensive months and that just it did it through my whole budget to have to when I think I would be ready to put a down payment on a house out of whack but I have the ocean all right my friends I hope you're having a great week talk to you soon